Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to OnlyFans Q&A Live, a question and answer show exclusive to OnlyFans and Miami Dolphins Discord server. Now here's your host, Alf. And welcome to OnlyFans Q&A Live, a show that we do every single week, live, every Wednesday. During the regular season, we're doing it, we, we were doing it as soon as the quarterback, Tua Tungvaloa, spoke. Uh, and the injury reports came out for that week. Uh, in the offseason, we're just doing it every Wednesday, okay? And during free agency, we will do it almost every day. So that's going to be uh, an interesting time. That's in March. Uh, for the draft, we're also going to do it pretty often. Uh, we're going to talk about certain prospects every single day. Uh, this will be our presence on OnlyFans, and you can listen to it on our feed later that day. But if you want to participate on these shows and you want to be, you want to watch and listen to these shows live, you can go to our Discord, and that's our Discord at discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans, and you can become a member for three dollars. A month. This show is also brought also brought to you by DietSmoke.com. Use the promo code Waddle. Waddle, as in Jalen Waddle. Use the promo code Waddle, and you get fifty percent off any item. So uh, that's our our new sponsor. They're with us for the, for the month and to the run to the Super Bowl, um, of which the Dolphins will not be partaking. Uh, so your finest edibles and THC CBD products. Go to dietsmoke.com and, of course, use the promo code WADDLE. All right. Uh, there's some questions already in the in the chat. As I bring you up, uh, identify yourself. I got a, uh, somebody in the queue as well. Uh, we're just going to do a very quick once-over on, on the roster on this show. Uh, we will have plenty of time to talk about individual players and uh, free agents coming up and... You know, franchise tags, etc. But as I bring you up, uh, identify yourself so that way the audience knows who you are. And then I will get to the questions that are in the chat. All right. You're up. Hey, V Sniper. Same on uh, Twitter and Discord and whatnot. Um, I guess I got a couple of them. Um, one is McDaniel's offense. <laughs> Um, the game plan in the cold, and after watching that Hard Knocks episode, pretty obvious to me we were very banged up on offense. Uh, Tyreek not jumping, waddle, waddling around. Um, I, I, I don't understand why we have... Tua freezing never, his balls off. Tua freezing his balls off a Polynesian guy playing in negative 30 degree weather, which I'm sure... <laughs> He's yeah. so used to. <laughs> yeah, um, trust me, that stereotype does hold water. Yeah. Um, I, with McDaniel's offense, I've, I've noticed I've never seen him bring in an extra offensive lineman and just straight pound people to death. Any, any idea why? Like, I mean, Lamb was a good offensive backup offensive tackle, and it might have made a decent, I don't know, 
tight end two in a jumbo package where we could just break somebody's back? Like, specifically, second half of the Buffalo game, running the ball three times? Huh? I I mean, I, I don't know. Mike McDaniel seemed preoccupied with whatever coverages he was getting. Uh, is the type of offense he was going to counter with. And he he's never seemed to be the type of guy to dictate. He's always counterpunching uh, with his offensive game plans, uh, especially in-game. In-game, he is always counterpunching. He is always watching the defense say, oh, they're giving us this. Let's go get that. Uh, they're not giving us this. We can't get that. Instead of just dictating, you yeah. know? You know, Do you see I, him changing that at all? Like, well, guys evolve all the time, and I think he's he's of the intelligent type. He doesn't strike me as the stubborn type, you know. Uh, and I think that even he he will he will evolve because he's just you know because he's a tape junkie, and people that are tape junkies are going to look at things and they, and they're going to say, you know, how come we we never got them out of this? Look, sometimes teams will line up in a nickel, and will just say, screw you. Run for 200 yards. But we're not going to allow Tyreek 200 yards receiving and Waddle another 150 and Tua to go for 400 and then just light us up and light up the scoreboard. Uh, so we're not getting out of our nickel. Sometimes you got to force a team out of their nickel. You know, run in the most obvious downs, keep picking up first downs, and see if that's going to induce a change. And we never did. I mean, do you see the health being an issue with that, though? I mean, like, at the end of the year, you know, Waddle on with a sp- high ankle, Tyreek with uh, one leg. Like, those guys weren't going for 100, 200 yards in the condition that they were in, I don't think. Right? I mean. No, they, well, they, they, were, not, they were not in good shape toward the end of the year. Uh, they, were, they were gutting it out, both of them. Uh, yeah, although Tyreek Tyreek did, uh, you know, you watch that All-22 and you watch it a little closer. Tyreek Hill did show up like that dude was, you know, he, he was playing. He was playing in that game against the, the Chiefs. He was bringing out everything. Um, but sometimes, you know, like Jalen Ramsey, he dropped that vibe, that Bible verse uh, a week before, you know, which essentially meant, you know, who's coming with me. Um, not many people came with, with Tyreek Hill on, on Saturday. <laughs> okay. For the most part, he was just standing out there all alone. Well, you know, with a couple of guys, but. With a couple of guys, nonetheless. My uh, my second question is more towards the self scouting part. Like you were talking about, how you know your opponents can kind of tell you more about yourself than you know um, self scouting yourself can. And you were talking about blitzing the a gaps and and seeing some cover one and some jamming and and whatnot. Throw off the timing and. I mean, do you, do, you, do you think he's he's going to, like, adapt and see that? Or is he just, you know, going to keep with this cute motion, uh, big play, shit? You know, like, I, I don't know. I, well, I feel like he's the gonna offense. Have, he's going to have all offseason to, to look at that. And I really do believe that. Listen to your opponents. They're the ones telling you who you are. You look at our opponents, and we're talking about just offense here, Okay. Uh, on defense, it says a whole new set of things. Okay, I but hate the eight yard cushions. But on on offense, you know, teams look at our offense and say, "Whoa, we can't let them get deep." So they're they're fearful of our deep passing game. That's a fact. Okay, yeah. 
They're Obvious. fearful. They're fear, fearful of Tyreek Hill. They don't give a crap who the hell is wide receiver three or at tight end. Right? That has to change. They don't respect the flats. Okay? Because they leave them open and sometimes they, they're bailing to get deep. Okay? They're willing to live with Tua in those intermediate windows. But they're not willing to live with Tua getting out to the flat easily or deep. They want him to live right there in the in the middle. You know, those intermediate throws, which are the lower lower percentage throws, really, in this offense. So they're telling you who you are. And as far as the offensive line, they stopped running two-by-one blitzes, which, which is a good, good sign for Austin Jackson. You know, that's something they never ran on to run Armstead to begin with because they do respect him. Flip side, now they're mugging the A and B gaps. So they don't respect your guards and they don't respect your center. And that's usually when Robert Hunt was out. But for a fact, they do not respect your center. They just don't. Uh, meaning Liam Eikenberg. They got backups. They got backups all all across the interior. And that was obvious toward the end of the year. Uh, they need Robert Hunt back just because you want to fill two holes, not three. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You got anything else? Feels like, feels like the right side of the offensive line is going to start to turn into the old folk. And the left side is going to be the new blood. Probably. Of- Eventually, yeah, that's the in the very near future. That's the way it's going to look like. Yeah, right. That's it for me, homie. All thank right, you. Man. All right, thank you. All right, I'm going to bring somebody else on. Uh, this is a show favorite. Uh, as I bring you up, uh, identify yourself so that way the audience knows who you are, and then I'm going to get to some some questions in the chat, and then I'm just going to give you a once over on the on the roster. All right, uh, you're up. Hey, Alp, what's going on, everyone? Finn's Mechanic here. Uh, you can catch me at tw- uh, Twitter. Nation uh, Dolphin. For five reasons. Um, no, we mentioned... Well, it's very yeah, early. You're breaking, but, up. Uh, you're breaking up, buddy. You're breaking up. You're breaking up. Oh, you're, you're breaking up. So get back in the queue, and I'll bring you back up. I'll take this opportunity to go over some questions. Uh, somebody writes, uh, Beasley said Waddle or Hill trade could be a thing. Thoughts? I, it's not a thing. No thoughts. Uh, wh- why would you trade either of those guys? The guy, <laughs> the next question is, yeah, that's right. Uh, you're not, tra- why trade good players? Uh, that's not how you build a team. You're supposed to have good players. Okay. You get rid of your bad players. Like this is like, look, I want to say something really revolutionary here. Okay. When you're team building and when you're in the off season, you're trying to improve. You get rid of your bad players and you keep your good players. Revolutionary, huh? Yeah. I think that's the key. The key is to keep your good players, get rid of your bad players. All right, next question. How much do you think that the injuries to the interior offensive line, namely Connor Williams, has to do with the offense's collapse at the end of the year? A ton. Would this have led to the increase in outside runs and screens that we saw? Yes. Yes to all. Uh, It was a huge problem on this team. Bigger than they thought it would be. Uh, next question. Top five defensive coordinators to replace Fangio. Do I dare ask about Brandon Staley? He has a really good reputation, but the thing is that maybe the stink is still on him. But uh, top five defensive coordinators to replace Fangio, Anthony Campanelli, Anthony Campanelli, Anthony Campanelli, Anthony Campanelli, and Anthony Campanelli. Uh, feels crazy saying this considering we were the number one offense this year. But, man, watching the Lions and Packers plays, 
and play calling on the weekend made me jealous. Do you think we will be better or more diverse concepts in year three? Yes, but they need health. Uh, the Lions and Packers are pretty healthy across the board on offense. Uh, the Lions went had their own little injury bug, and during that injury-riddled period, there was a 38-6 to loss to the Ravens. Sound familiar? <laughs> so, yeah, you need health. You need health, especially on the offensive line, to, to call all that pretty shit. All right, how serious do you think McDaniel and Gree are going to attack the offensive line in the offseason? I do not know, but my, my suspicion is that they're going to be pretty bought in this year on that offensive line, making changes there, because they know, as well as we know, where this, this season went in the crapper. Based, based on what you have told us here, sounds like Connor, if he gets a deal, is a goner. Who you go out to replace him and a left guard as we need interior to keep people. Yeah, uh, I think left guard is a priority. And I think Connor Williams is going to be harder to re-sign than most people think he will be. I think he wants to get paid. And I don't think they don't have, they, they don't, they're just going to have it within them. They're going to want to keep Robert Hunt. And we know Wilkins is a priority. Uh, sometimes it's not about, you know, walking and chewing gum. Okay. At the same time, sometimes it's just too much to do. It's about walking, chewing gum, playing the piano, and painting your roof at the same time. It's just too much to do. So something's going to get lost in the cracks. I think Connor Williams is the one that does get lost in the cracks. He asked for big money. I think he's gone. How short of a leash do you think Ross is going to put on Greer as, a, as this rebuild should have produced a playoff victory and a division title this year? Uh, I think he saw the failure just like we did. Okay? So, you know. To be determined. In OnlyFans Discord, you said after reviewing the KC playoff game that we can get rid of Tua. No, I did not say that. Okay? I, I listed who played bad in that game. And then I said, you know who you can get rid of on this list. Meaning, you keep your good players and you get rid of your bad players. I know that's a novel concept, but, you know, it's, you know. Come on. Tua played like shit. I'm not getting rid of him. You know why? Because I'm not stupid. All right, uh, let me see. Okay, I got somebody in the queue. I'll bring you up, and then I'm just going to go over the roster very, very quickly to close out the show. All right, as I bring you up, uh, identify yourself, so that way the audience knows who you are. Alf, how are you? It's uh, Pure Cliff calling here from uh, New York. So, um, odd topic, but compensatory picks. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's been forever since we actually could get one. And I'm not saying, you know, we're not going to sign Wilkins. We're not going to sign Hunt. But if you think about it, I'm just curious, your view on what one may get if we don't trade them and we don't sign them. You look at Wilkins, Williams, Hunt, maybe Brandon Jones. Who do you think would get a contract? Assuming, again, we don't sign a bunch of high-end free agents where it knocks itself out. So forget that. But the guys we have, what kind of a – because I think, again, first time, we've got guys that people want. I want to sign them. We know we can't sign them all. So who do you think on the team brings some level of pick, and what do you think that pick would be um, for you know the six or seven free agents that, that would get signed for multi-year? I think Andrew Van Ginkle, Connor Williams are the, the best candidates to bring you back picks. And uh, – you know, I don't want to forecast it because I think they need AVG. I think Van Ginkle's important because you're not going to have your top two guys until maybe midseason. Who knows? Maybe you get lucky with one of them. 
But being conservative, I, I think Phillips and Chubb are back around midseason. So you're going to need Andrew Van Ginkle. But if I had to pick two guys that are candidates to bring you back compensatory picks, it's those two guys. Uh, Connor Williams, Andrew Van Ginkle. Uh, Connor Williams, man, you never know. There could be that one team out there that just goes crazy and, and offers them, you know, four years, $48 million. And we're left out there in the, in the dust thinking, no, we can't pay this. We can't pay this center this, you know, especially if you want to keep Hunt. There are, you know, right. think, about a, think about a football team as a series of departments and budgets. You know what I mean? So on the offensive line, they got a budget. Sometimes you're going to gain, you know, like maybe maybe Teron Armstead leaves. Teron Armstead leaves, your blood, your budget is now flush, right? You got all kinds of money now in your budget that you could spend. And maybe you keep Connor Williams and Hunt, right? You know, same thing for the defensive backfield with uh, Xavier Howard. Consider every single unit on the team like a department, okay? And you got a budget for each of those departments. At some point, you just exhausted the budget. And I think Connor Williams... You can't keep both. I, I don't see how you keep both at big money. And Armstead comes back. Like, I, I don't see the possibility. There's just no possibility. I, I just don't see it. So, I think Andrew Van Ginkel and Connor Williams are the biggest candidates for compensatory picks. But obviously, if we don't sign Hunt or Wilkins, <clears throat> you're going to get something from that too, I guess. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I, I think that those yeah. two guys... I think you, those think two anything, guys you think anything? You yeah, think I, like a Brandon Jones... Anything or no? No, no. Uh, Brandon Jones won't bring you back anything. Uh, I think those two guys, uh, Hunt and Wilkins, are the priority. And, you know, I I think they're going to exhaust every means necessary. And I think that Wilkins, I think they'll go right down to the final hour and then they'll just say, screw you, we're tagging you. You're playing for us next year. And then we'll say our goodbyes. But, yeah. but we're going to get another year out of you in this window. You know? Uh, I think that's how that ends. I do see how the hunt thing can end with him playing elsewhere. Somebody offers something ridiculous, and we just say, "Man, we just can't compete with this." You know, you know, we love you, Rob, but you know, go get paid, buddy. You know, it could be something as simple as that. But I think they're going to make an effort on both. You know, I hope that they get something done with with Wilkins. I think he's he's imperative for this team. It's the best part of the team. Uh, first of all, that you know, Sealer and Wilkins are both really, really good players. Second of all, they're the core of the defense. Um, they are a, they are a two man run defense, by the way. Uh, like they can control the run defense by themselves, essentially. So they're important to play light boxes. And last of all, it, you know, they're precisely the kind of guys that you want, guys that you could count on every single week yeah. and are never hurt. Everybody else is injured on this team. Yeah, what about what about what about Davis? What do you think they're going to do there? I think Raekwon Davis wants to play more snaps, and it's going to begin right there. I know that they had some contact with his agent on bringing him back, but if he starts asking for you know for more snaps. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Apps, we can't give them those snaps, especially if we're bringing back Kristen Wilkins. And I think he'll be elsewhere as well. Yeah. So, yeah, there's going to be a pretty big transition, but I think that they gotta they got to hold the line with the core. Like, losing Kristen Wilkins is not an option. Losing Robert Hunt is just an unfortunate event. You know? At least that's the way I see it. Yeah. All right. You got anything else? Thank you. Yeah, thank you. All right. Uh, let me get to a, a couple of final questions, and then I'm just going to go through the, the roster really, really quick. If you were GM, first decision in free agency and draft, my first decision on the free, on free agency would be getting in a room with Kristen Wilkins and getting that thing done. And if the answer is finally no, I tell them, well, Christian, get ready to play on the tag, buddy, because you ain't going nowhere. I'm having you play for us and nobody else next year. Then we'll say our goodbyes. You know, because at some point, you know, you got to say yes. And if you're not saying yes, you just don't, don't want to say yes. You know, I, I think I really do believe that that the framework of Dexter Lawrence's contract should get this thing done. And I don't know why it's not done already, but we shall see. It's going to be a really, really uh, interesting period right after the Super Bowl, right up until free agency in March. That's going to be a really, really fun time on here on Only OnlyFans and in, you know, screw Dolphin Twitter, but, and the Dolphin fan base. That's going to be really, really important. Could Dolphins look to do a Derrick Henry one-year deal if Henry doesn't land elsewhere? You know, he actually makes a lot of sense, you know, as a specialist. God knows the Dolphins have third and one problems, third and one and fourth and one problems. He he kind of solves every single one of those. <laughs> so, so, yeah, man. Like, he actually makes much more sense than people think. Uh, all right, if it comes down to it, would you let Greer rebuild? Where do you rank Greer in the league? He's an upper echelon GM, okay, meaning top 10-ish. But he has uh, blind spots. So do, so do the rest of them. Uh, remember everybody's uh, darling, Howie Roseman, the greatest GM in the history of GMing? Remember him? What a turd of a team his was this year, right? Complete total collapse, worse than the Dolphins, right? Uh, here's the difference between them and the Dolphins. Dolphins collapsed, but they collapsed against the Ravens and the Bills and then the Chiefs. The Eagles collapsed against a bunch of bums, okay, including the Commanders. They collapsed against a bunch of bums and then lost on the road to a 9-8 and Tampa Bay team. Get the hell out of here. That team sucked. Who put it together? Howie Roseman, the greatest GM of all time. All right, uh, a couple more, and then I'm just going to go over the roster. Uh, would it make sense to move Waddle to the slot and target an outside receiver? I think you need a versatile wide receiver three that would allow Waddle to play everywhere and would allow Tyreek Hill to play everywhere. So you want a versatile uh, wide receiver three. You don't want, like, I, I saw somebody say, wait, well, hey, what about Kevin Ridley? No, uh, you don't want a Kevin Ridley type. You just don't, you know. Uh, that's not what you need, man. You need a, a versatile guy. Okay, I, I like Curtis Samuel. Now he has his own injury issues. Okay, uh, that's a player that played for the the Commanders this year, by the way. Uh, 
he has his own injury issues. He has a lot of speed, but he has a lot of versatility. He can play in the backfield, he can play in the slot, and he can play outside. A lot of speed. So he fits the motif. All right, last one. Uh, most talented player you don't expect back due to money. Connor Williams, I think. Uh, roster construction play down the stretch. Yeah, yeah it's Connor Williams. Uh, how would you mix McDaniel play calls designed with traditional simple play? I think his designs are pretty good, although they got a little wacky toward the end. There's some stuff that, look, whenever you call singles, and singles are just uh, routes that are run between the hashes where there's only one wide receiver in between the hashes, you can't have a guy on either side of the hash running hooks because that's bringing two defenders to your crosser on the single. That shows up on their all 22 like the last five weeks over and over and over and over again. Those are just simply mistakes. So he has to clean up some of that stuff. I think his play calling rhythm is okay. Um, like everybody else, I despise some of this throw and, and throw on third and one and then fourth and one. I hate all that crap. And against Kansas City, they had that third and two and fourth and two series, uh, uh, sequence, which was I thought was an abomination. They needed to run on third down. You know, if you're going for it on fourth down, run it on third down, for Christ's sake. Uh, last question. Did Hill Waddle struggle to get out of the blocks, or did you see disinterest? No, nah, they play really, really hard, you know. I think they were just injured, and sometimes your opponent's better than you. Ladarius Sneed outplayed Tyreek Hill uh, twice, really, overall, although Tyreek Hill played with a lot of effort this last game. All right, we're going to go quick once over on the roster. Uh, quarterbacks... Uh, I don't know what Mike White's here for. Uh, I didn't think he was all that good when he actually played. Um, I would turn the bottom of that roster. And you know how I feel about Skylar Thompson. I just don't think he's good. Tua Tungvaloa, they got to extend him this year to be able to pay other people. That's all I'm going to say about that. Running backs, I like them all. All of them. They're all good. Every single one of them. Jeff Wilson's a dog. Chris Brooks, I like. I want to see going forward. Devon Chan is a stud. And Mostert, you win with guys like that. Now, I expect Mostert's uh, snap count and carry count should begin to come down next year, okay? And he should be taking that RB2 role as Devon Achan takes over RB1. I like this group. I like all of it. Uh, Alec Ingold, stud, love him. Uh, tight end, there's not a single playmaker in the whole bunch. You got a bunch of tight end twos. Julian Hill's good blocker. Durham Smythe is a good blocker. Tyler Croft is terrible. Everybody else is terrible in that group. And are you going to convert uh, Chase Claypool to tight end? Are we going to do the, the Higgins thing or the Tanner Connor thing where we're going to take a, a former wide receiver and convert him? If you're going to do that, do it now in the offseason with a very small contract. And I'm talking about the league minimum. If not, you tell Chase Claypool to go away. Uh, let's talk about wide receivers. I like our two studs, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. Jalen Waddle has to come in with a a new mindset in the offseason. That's a fact. Um, he has to work on his craft a bit. He's so good, okay? Three consecutive 1,000-yard uh, receiving seasons. Um, he, he spent a lot of this year being injured. Uh, he has to work a little bit on his body and work on his craft, catching the ball cleanly in and out of breaks. I love those two guys. The rest of them, goodbye. I would bring back River Craft because not only is he cheap, he's effective. Okay, he's a good blocker. He's a good route runner. When called upon, he produces. Everybody else can go. All of them. Robbie Chosen, uh, Braxton Berrios, especially for his money. Yeah, get out of here. Okay, uh, Chase Claypool, you either convert him to tight end or you get rid of him too. Cedric Wilson, can't play. Not in this system. 
Cedric Wilson has been asked to win one-on-one for a month straight. He can't do it. Just can't do it. All right, let's go to tackle. Saron Armstead might retire when he plays. He's elite, period. Problem is, when the hell is he is he going to play? Keon Smith, I want to see more. I want to see him uh, develop into something. Maybe even the swing tackle. Uh, Good-looking athlete. Ryan Hayes, same thing. Okay. Uh, the other side, uh, Kendall Lamb, uh, when called upon, has been reliable. So I'm not going to say a bad thing about him. Austin Jackson, um, league uh, slightly above league average right tackle. Did we overpay? Maybe, but the contract is so easy to get out of that it's just, you know it's it's what you get for that money. You get like a Rob Havenstein, uh, the right tackle for the the Rams. That's what you're going to get for that money, and that's what they're getting. They're getting an above league average right tackle who's actually pretty damn well above league average as a run blocker in this system. As a pass blocker, he's below average. All right? But uh, you can get by. Uh, The guards, they're all terrible. All of them. Every single one of them. Uh, You want to bring back Robert Hunt? He's a stud. One of the best guards in football. Um, I like Robert Jones as a backup. The rest, goodbye. None of them can play. Uh, Liam Eikenberg, he's proven he's a backup center in this league. He cannot. He's not a frontline center. Can't play. As a frontline center, no. Uh, Jonathan Harrison, who the hell knows? Uh, Connor Williams, man, you love him back, but if he wants to get paid top three money, you got to say good your goodbyes as well. Uh, his snapping issues is what I would bring up to him as as far as wanting top three center money. Uh, top three centers don't snap it over your quarterback's head four or five times a year. They just don't. Or in crucial spots, deliver a, a, a snap that's completely offline like, like he did against Kansas City and Frankfurt. So I fear he may not be here. As far as what they have right now, Liam Eikenberg, he's a backup center in this league. That's all he is. Nothing more. Uh, okay. Uh, would you want that guy on your roster? Yes. Would you want that guy to play 600 snaps on your roster? No. If he's playing 600 snaps, you got a problem. All right, on defense, the two defensive tackles, fucking studs. Zach Sealer, Christian Wilkins, that should be the core of the defense going forward. That's how you should be building this defense going forward. I'm pretty, I'm prepared to go pretty far. I'm prepared to go to the mattresses to keep Christian Wilkins. And right up until midnight of that fateful day, I'll tell him, hey, man, you ain't going nowhere. Here you go. Here's the tag, buddy. You ain't going nowhere. But I want him here long term. I, 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 I keep thinking, I keep sticking to that. The framework of that Dexter Lawrence deal should get this thing done. Hopefully it does. Deshaun Han, he could play. That guy should be on the roster next year. Uh, I like him for the rotation. Raekwon Davis, he wants to play any snaps. He wants any kind of money. Goodbye. Uh, I like him as a, as a player. I like him as a person. Uh, Raekwon Davis is a, is a good teammate. But um, there's, there's a ceiling there. You know what I mean? Do I think he'll ever develop as a three tech? I'm not so sure. I just, I'm not sure he's that kind of player. You know, will he go elsewhere, start playing three tech, and be dominant? Who knows? You know, that's our mistake, I guess. Right? You got to have certain ty- type of faith. Uh, I wouldn't. I'm not prepared to go too deep as far as keeping him. Uh, Emmanuel Agba, goodbye. We need your money, buddy. Sorry, uh, you were also bad this year. Okay, and injured last year. Once you got the money. Uh, of the edge players, you know how I feel about Phillips and and, and Chubb studs, but they're going to be injured for the first half of the year. Uh, as far as all these old people that we brought in, the only one that I like to bring back, man, if if there's anything in the tank, I don't know if there's anything in the tank, but I do know he he played 
balls to the wall against the Bills, and that was week 18, right? Melvin Ingram is a guy that I would bring back. Uh, I would check for, for – I would check the oil, the tires, you know, make sure that it's still in running condition for next year. And I'll tell him, man, you want to play one more season? Because if you want to play one more season, you could play it on this team. But he's the guy that, you know, like if you can't start him and play him 50 snaps. Like, come on. He should be a specialist. And that's what he should be going into next year. Uh, all the old, old guys, Bruce Irvin, they're all good players, you know, in their own respects. Uh, you know, Justin Houston, etc. But they're also specialists. Like, those are guys that are in the Melvin Ingram boat, meaning those are guys that you play 10, 15 snaps in a game. You don't start them and play them 50 snaps in a game. Once you reach 20 snaps, it's too many. Malik Reed, uh, he had a shitty, shitty camp and got himself cut. Uh, but he has some goodwill with this coaching staff. We'll see if this coaching staff is still around. All right, inside backers now. This is important. David Long, absolute stud. Calvin Munson. Like, you can find these guys, at any, at these good fill linebackers, guys that could play a very one-dimensional role on your defense. Calvin Munson is that guy. Uh, he's a roster player. You give him a shot in camp to try to make your roster again. But you always look to churn that, you know, to see if you could get lucky. Uh, Channing Tindall, what is he? Uh, what we do know is that the coaches hate him. At least this coaching staff hates him. They played him at scrape. They tried to play him as a fill. Uh, he looked okay in camp as a fill. Not so okay as a scrape. Uh, this year is a make-or-break year. Uh, we love Jerome Baker. All of us love Jerome Baker. Good player. Had a pretty damn big year this year. Problem is, we don't, we can't like him at his number. So he's going to have to do something friendly with his contract. If not, he could be sacrificed. Uh, Duke Riley, he's a backup. He's a backup on a good special teamer. Uh, he played well in a couple of uh, spots. He was absolutely horrific. In other spots down the stretch, uh, he was not good against Kansas City. Um, he was horrific against the Ravens. He was okay in spots against the Bills. He's a backup linebacker. Nothing more. Okay, don't expect him to do more. Xavier Howard, he could be sacrificed for his money. So we're going to talk about the corners. Eli Apple, uh, you, you gave it a shot this year. He had some good moments. He had a lot of bad moments. Uh, you replace him. Okay, uh, that's that's an easily replaceable guy. You got to get a guy that plays good in zone. Cam Smith, I saw him in camp. He's a good player. Uh, that Vic Fangio hates him. That's Vic Fangio's problem. I know what I saw. I know I, I know what everybody else saw. Guy was a good player. He played in a preseason game. Go watch that preseason game again, and, and ask yourself: Can this guy play football? Is his pedigree worthy of his draft pick? The answer is yes, and yes. He should be. He should have played some this year. Uh, he should have played a lot of garbage. There was so much garbage time that he should have been playing like 15, 20 snaps in garbage time against some of these teams. Okay? Uh, Jalen Ramsey, stud, and he's who you build the secondary around. All right, Brandon Jones, you can let him go. He's a one-dimensional box safety blitzer type, probably not a good fit for the scheme. Uh, if you could keep him around as a third safety, I would. Because he's good for in that regard, Javon Holland, uh, he returned that that uh that ha- the the hell Mary ninety nine yards, never to be seen from again. Now he didn't handle that injury all that great. Then again, it was double MCLs. Who the hell and uh, you know handles that type of injury, right? So to be continued on Javon Holland, 
Deshaun Elliott, absolute stud. What a great signing and what value. One of the better players in the secondary. Uh, I look forward to covering you next year and watching you play for us next year. Deshaun, really, really good player. Uh, Nick Needham, further year of development, but got to watch that money. He should be a minimum player at this point because he is a dime guy. And next year he should be better. He should be a year removed from from his Achilles injury. Uh, That's going to be important. Justin Bethel. Just a special teamer. You can find those guys. Who cares? Cater Kohu. That's the, I, I saved the best one for last. Cater uh, Kohu um, kind of betrayed us this year. We thought we were going to have a pretty damn good nickel player, nickel slot corner. I think you got to seek to replace him and upgrade that spot next year. Uh, he was bad this year, period. Not good. Not a good player this year. You got to seek to replace him. Uh, guys usually don't bounce from... Adequate and promising to absolutely horrific to then back to adequate and promising. It just doesn't happen. Uh, he needs to be in a specific system. This one was not it. Uh, let's go to the special teams. Jason Sanders, man. We'll always have that game against the, the Cowboys, right? You know, if you could save a couple of dollars, why not? But I bring him back. Who cares? You know, uh, he was fine. Maybe he caught his groove again. Caught his groove as a field goal kicker. I'm pretty happy with it. And the final one, Jake Bailey, you sought to replace uh, Thomas Morstead. That was a mistake. Jake Bailey sucks. Get rid of him. Uh, bring back Morstead even at 1,000 years old. Who cares? But he's a better punter, period. Okay? That was a mistake. It blew up in their face. All right. As far as all the reserves, like Isaiah Wynn, you want Isaiah Wynn as a backup uh, if you can. He cannot be a starter. He just can't be counted on. Uh, Savan Ahmed, he, these guys are who they are. Cameron Good, they are who they are. Eric Azukama, maybe he's a roster player. Okay, uh, Ethan Bonner has proven he's a roster player. Period. Like that guy, that guy should be one of the eleven in the secondary. Okay, he's a player. Like that's when you watch Quentin Bell. Um, too bad he never got any snaps, but the team likes him. All right, we're going to call it. We went really, really long on this episode, but it stands to reason that this was going to be the first episode of the offseason. So we would go long. And there you have it. If you want to participate in these shows, you could become a member of our Discord. And that's at discord.gg forward slash OnlyFans. And you can become a member, for, member there for $3 a month. All right, that's it. Uh, we will be with you throughout the offseason until they're back on the field for minicamp. And then we'll still be on with you every single Wednesday. We're going to be on with you a little bit more often during free agency and the draft on Q&A Live here on OnlyFans. But uh, we will see you again next week. Thanks for listening to OnlyFans Q&A Live. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.